Bienvenidos, I'm your host Lore, and this is Creepy Chisme. Warning, some stories and information on Creepy Chisme may be triggering and are not suitable for all, especially young children. Please listen with caution. Thank you. Hola mi gente. How are you? Happy Freaky Friday. It's your girl Lore. Man, I miss you guys. I'm ready to come back. <laughs> so let's start this off with the Freaky Friday. And don't forget to tune in next Wednesday, September 1st. I will be uploading my first full episode in two weeks. Yes, it's been two weeks. Sorry guys. I have been so busy going back to work, like actually going to work instead of working from home. It's been a struggle. It's been a struggle, but we're getting through. Yeah, let's get right into it. So I was reading this article the other day and, you know, somebody once mentioned to me while at a funeral (laughs) that, you know, they said like, imagine being from another planet and you come to a funeral. Like, how would you feel? How do you think they'd feel? Like, what would they think of our funeral processions, at least in America? And I was like, it's fucking weird. It's fucking weird. Like, we're all sitting here. There's a dead body laying in front of us. Some of us are crying. Some of us are laughing. Some of us are drunk, whatever. (laughs) Um, There's flowers everywhere. And it's just, you know, everybody wears dark colors and... It's weird, (laughs) right? Like, uh, we dress up our dead, we lay them in a box, and we all mourn over them. It's weird. (laughs) It's normal to us because that's how we do it, but pretty weird. So then I started thinking, I wonder how they bury people in other places, or like, what do they do with the dead bodies? Or like, how do they celebrate one's life who has passed on to another? So I started researching and I actually found some (laughs) that I've never heard of and some I have. So I'm going to talk about that today. So get ready. Here we go. So this first one is actually, it's called a sky burial. But what it is in Tibet is they take the dead body and they pretty much cut them up into tiny, tiny pieces. And these pieces are left out for local birds to eat yeah (laughs) so that's why it's called a sky burial because the birds then take those pieces up into the sky i'm not sure now most of these um talk about foreign countries and their burial procedures but not all of these tell me if they still do these today or these are something from the past So just keep that in mind. I don't know if they still do this today, but they did it at one point. Now, Buddhists actually consider the sky burial an act of charity, which I guess you are feeding the birds, right? The next one, now this one I never knew about, and some of y'all might like this, but I don't like the ocean or the sea, so this is not for me. There is a U.S.-based company named Eternal Reefs. They take your loved one's cremated remains And they turn them into like a type of cement sphere known as a reef ball. And they add it permanently to a local reef. 
and you become part of that reef, the sea creatures live amongst you. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty cool, and it looks really neat. I saw it online. So that's another way, and that is a U.S. thing, because it is a U.S.-based company. So the next one I have for you is endocannibalism. Now, we all know what cannibalism is, correct? I hope. <laughs> but it's the eating of humans, right? Because we are humans. So yes, if we eat humans, we are a cannibal. Endocannibalism, though, is when you eat human flesh from someone from your same group. So think like tribe, right? So like a tribe or a social group or a society. Now, the people that really were into the the people that were into this were the Yanomami of South America, the Wari people of Brazil, and the Melanesians of Papua New Guinea. So they would eat their dead, but also they thought in eating the person, it would rid their fear of death. So that was pretty interesting. Um, this one's worth mentioning because I think it's an amazing thing in New Orleans. Um, not just for funerals and burials, they also do it for weddings. And I think it's so cool because they also do this in Mexico for weddings. Like there's just live music, live bands right when you come out of the church. So I just think that's really cool. But in New Orleans, when you're having a funeral procession, usually the band starts out playing some very soft sad kind of music and then once the ceremony's over and the person is buried it becomes an energetic celebration the music is turned everybody's getting down you know it sounds like a great time I would want my funeral to be something like that a big old party I always told my family please have like a giant ass party so in the Ghana culture people are really fond of being buried into things that reflect like how they live their life so the reason they did this was because then they can continue their profession that they were in in the afterlife oh gosh I really hope nobody buries me in the school <laughs> that would be terrifying <laughs> but yeah so they would bury them so I guess if you were a doctor you'd be buried near a hospital if you were a I don't know. <laughs> Whatever your profession is, if you work at a law office, you're buried amongst the law books. I don't know. But that's what they do. Um, this one is actually really cool and makes a lot of sense. So whoever came up with this, kudos. Pretty bright. So this is a crossroads suicide burial. But in ancient England, if somebody committed suicide, if they died by suicide, they would bury them at a crossroads. And if you don't know what a crossroads is, it's literally where two roads meet and they cross. So there's like four ways to go. And the reason they would do this is because committing suicide was literally like a crime. So they would bury them in this crossroad to confuse the spirit. So that way when, if, not when, but if the spirit returned, they wouldn't be able to go to the Homer village and haunt the people that's pretty genius I don't know about y'all but that is a pretty genius one now this one's pretty creepy very creepy <laughs> now in the Pacific Island nation they would lay their dead in their homes 
Now, it all depended on how the body was decaying, you know. Usually, it would lay there for like 12 days, which is a pretty long-ass time, given your body immediately starts like secreting oils and smelling and all that shit. So, 12 days is a long time, but they would just leave them there. So, then they would bury them. But then months later, after the burial, they would dig out the body and take the skull. And then they would clean the skull, polish the skull, and guess where they take the skull? They put it in the home of their loved ones. Like, as a decor, like, in the house. It's just, oh, there's Grandpa. Grandpa Skull sitting on the coffee table. Yeah, (laughs) that's pretty weird. (laughs) Interesting. Kind of similar in Madagascar, the Malagasy people, they do something called Famadina. Oh, oh, let me pronounce this all wrong for y'all. Famadihana, I think, which translated means turning of the bones. So they bury their dead. Then a few months later, they take them out and they pretty much rewrap them. I guess it's part of their burial technique where they wrap them a certain way. So they take off those wraps and then they rewrap them. And then they spend all night um, (laughs) dancing with a corpse sack of what they just wrapped. So they party it up. You know, a lot of these that I read, because these are not all of them, but a lot of the ways that I read about how people bury, they usually end with some type of festive, like festivity, you know, which I mean, again, everyone has their own idea of death. Nobody will truly ever know until you get there. And that's why we're so scared of it because it's the unknown. We don't know what's going to happen to us. But it is a celebration, right? No matter what happens to us on the other side, we still lived a life, you know, we lived a time period. Um, And hopefully we leave a good memory or do something with ourselves. (laughs) (laughs) that we are remembered and it and it should be celebrated yes it's very sad and oh my goodness I can't imagine I've been very very fortunate in my large Hispanic family to not have had very tragic deaths thank goodness but um most of our funerals have been just you know it's sad it is very sad because you don't want to say goodbye to whoever that person is But the majority of the time, we're laughing and reminiscing and just having a good time together. So yeah, I think life should be celebrated, even in horrid, horrid deaths. So let's keep going. So in northwestern Philippines, the banquet, they blindfold their deceased and they place them next to the entrance of their home. So when people are coming to visit the family, (laughs) there's literally just a body sitting there welcoming you into the home. Which also reminds me of, in a part of the Philippines, the Tiguan. I hope I'm saying these names right. Sorry, guys. The Tinguian people, they like to dress up their bodies of dead. Their bodies of dead. That doesn't even make sense. I'm so tired. They like to dress the bodies of their dead with, like, their best outfits, their best garments, and then they place them on a chair get this this is so great and they put a cigarette between their lips and light it up (laughs) and they just party (laughs) 
I think it was in New Orleans. There was that video a long time ago of a family who dressed up their grandmother and like had her sitting at the dinner table and they were like having a party around her and she had like sunglasses on. I want that. I want that. Yeah. <laughs> also in the Philippines. Yeah, the Philippines is crazy, y'all. But also in the Philippines, there is a certain community of people known as the Caviteño. Now, when they are dying of like old age, to prepare themselves, they go into the woods and they pick a tree. So yes, they, they shop for a tree. <laughs> and so what the family does is they kind of build a little hut in the tree. That way, when the family member dies, they bury them vertic vertically within the hollow tree trunk. And then they just are part of that tree. That's kind of creepy. That's kind of creepy, but that's just because I'm claustrophobic. Same reason why I don't want to be buried in the ground. What if I come back to life? Like, that's my biggest fear. Like, what if one day aliens flip a switch and everyone who's passed on comes back to life? I do not want to be stuck in a box in the ground. God forbid. Oh my goodness. No. I already told my mom, please cremate me. Please. Now, this actually was really messed up, but a... Thank goodness it is illegal. <laughs> it is known as sati. So this was done in India and it was a ritual that the Hindus would do. So say you're married and then your husband dies, right? You would have to die too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it, they could do it two ways. So you could be burned alive next to your husband or you would be drowned with your husband so in other words it's like your husband dies oh shit you gotta go too i guess i see like why they would do that because you know man takes care of woman that belief but fuck that i'm not doing that <laughs> now this one is it starts out really nice but then it just gets weird as hell <laughs> so this is the aboriginal burial so we're in australia here so the Aboriginal people, they would leave their dead relatives out in the open so that they could rot under dirt and leaves. So like right into the soil, right? Which I find that so beautiful because it's natural, you know. But after the body decomposes, any of that liquid that comes out of the body, mm -hmm, the juices, you know, the nice smelly juices, they rub it on the skin of the children. So the reason they would do this was because they thought that it would pass on any qualities that the deceased person had onto the children. They would then take the remaining parts of the body, such as the bones, and they would wear them around the necks of their loved ones. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. Fun fact, y'all. Did you know in Japan, they have the highest cremation rate in the world? So something popular that they do in Tokyo is this special columbarium. Um, they build these glowing Buddha statues. And when a certain person goes in, so like me, if I go in and I'm looking for my deceased loved one's statue, you shine this little, like blue light or light and all the statues will like glow. But your loved one, it will shine blue. That's pretty cool. Pretty cool. 
But I just wouldn't want my loved one, like, uh, what are those things called? Mausoleums? No. You know that part of the cemetery, like, way in the back where there's, like, a bunch of, like, boxes where bodies are buried? I wouldn't want to bury my loved one near people they don't know like that, you know? Even cemeteries, like, I'm not comfortable with that. But at least in a cemetery, you can buy plots next to each other, which I think my parents already have. Maybe I should buy one. No, 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 because I'm not getting buried in the ground. I already said that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, yeah, I just, I don't know how I would feel about my person's ashes in a little Buddha next to a thousand other ones. That would be kind of weird. So this is kind of weird, and I'm not sure if they still do this, but... <sighs> They're using their resources, y'all, and it kind of makes sense. So, in Germany, as well as other European cultures, so this is like big in Europe, they don't really buy burial plots. So in America, we buy burial plots, but they kind of like rent them, I guess. Um, they can rent them for like 20 years at a time. And pretty much what happens is when they die, they're buried. And then 20 years later, they're taken out and thrown into just a mass grave and then they probably re-rent it out to somebody else isn't that crazy but I don't know if I'd do 20 years maybe you could do like 40 right because like say you die we're assuming we die of old age right that's the that's the goal to make it so you die of old age and then give yourself 40 years your grandkids their kids that know you maybe can come visit you, bring you flowers. And then after 40 years, nobody remembers you. Like, you ever go to the cemetery and you see them really old graves from, like... I mean, well, think about it. Look at the cemeteries from, like, the early 1800s. They're all haunted and left abandoned. Nobody goes to visit them anymore. So why do you need that plot? So pretty resourceful, Germany. This was cool, and I have never heard of this. And this is actually the last one I'm going to share with you. It's, um known in South Korea as burial beads. So when people die, their bodies are compressed into these little tiny colorful beads and they keep them in the home as decoration. Your loved one is with you forever. Which, think about it. I've been to many homes where they have like their loved one's ashes like stored in a closet or stored in one of those fancy expensive ass urns. And it's like, yeah, it's cute, but then it's like, oh, that's somebody's loved one they're in that jar but if they look cute and rainbow beads like I think that would look more appealing and less scary I don't know maybe it's just me but let's not forget that death is death and we all have to go through it we all have to experience it so whatever we choose to do with our bodies whatever our families choose to do with us mom please don't bury me <laughs> please cremate me um whatever they choose to do with us who the hell cares because we're dead already and we're on to the next right <laughs> y'all thought i was gonna say something inspirational please <laughs> but i went way over time with this one i hope you guys enjoyed i will see you next week for a new episode of creepy chisme gracias por escuchar y nos vemos pronto Creepy Chisme is created for entertainment purposes only. 
Thank you for listening. And don't forget, stay creepy.